What's the pathway of your breath this morning? Sometimes breath has a way of just pooling in one place. And maybe it's moving in and out of that place, or maybe it just kind of feels like it's not doing anything but pooling in that place. Sometimes breath feels like it's sweeping through some part of the body. And sometimes it feels like the body is a container for breath and you're just filling it up and emptying it. And so when we're trying to attend to natural breath, we want to get out of the way of breathing. We don't want to start manipulating breath. As we get into the movement practice, we'll manipulate breath. Remember, there's nothing wrong with your breath, natural breathing. And even when you start to sculpt breath and it's getting challenged by maybe the pace or what you're doing, you might run into some limitations. Nothing wrong with that either. What is it that you'd like to get from this class today? Breathe into that. And find the ends of your breath. Find the pauses between inhale and exhale, and then exhale and inhale. With each inhale, Extend, begin extending the breath, make it a little deeper. Your exhale more complete. In your next breath or two, Make your way to resting on your right side. And then as you're ready, make your way to table posture. (coughs) Once you're in table posture, Follow your breathing. Move in and out of cat-cow. Try lifting your thumbs and extending the thumbs out just a little bit more. Press them into the floor.
And now let's make thumbs up. We'll press fists into floor. And again, with thumbs, can you reach them out? Let's make circles with the wrists. Try the other way. Okay, now let's come on to the sides of the hands. And let's start with elbows bent. Maybe you could try to send thumbs to the floor from here. So have a look. So hands are on the side. We'll reach down with the thumbs and then back up. Exhale down. Inhale up. And now let's keep thumbs up and take the arms toward straight, then bend them. We're still on the sides of the hands. And now let's turn the hands. And remember, it's a dial, so you don't have to go all the way to the very end of your posture. You can shift your hands on the dial. Okay. Reach the thumbs out a little bit more. Inhale forward, grip fingertips into the floor. Exhale back. Forward and back. Let's do one more. Now let's come to sitting on our knees. I'm just going to take another moment or two with the hands, and then we'll go from there. I like to sit on a block because I'm on the knee committee. Proud member. You can sit on a block too. And it's not because you're an old lady like me. Although if you were an old lady like me, I, I would wonder how you've done it. You've really taken good care of yourself. We're not in the mood. Okay. Yeah, sometimes my kids aren't in the mood for it either. Okay. So I've got hand extended. Go gentle. Inhale. Reach through the fingers. Exhale. Can you make a fist? Maybe not all the way. That's okay. Inhale. Open. Exhale. Let's do just one more. Exhale. Let's shake that out. Squeeze fist, release. Let's try the other side. So this one is great for the carpal tunnel. Maybe you know what that is. So it, it has something to do with this space between index finger and thumb. And then it goes into the side of the wrist and it runs all the way up the arm to where your arm inserts into your shoulder. That's your carpal tunnel. So when we do this stretch of pulling the index finger down, we're working with the carpal tunnel. Inhale out, exhale. 
We're only going to do three. Because, you know, sometimes with hands and wrists, we've got some delicate situations. So let's come back to table posture. Engage the belly, press it toward the spine. Let's turn the toes. And we're gonna see if we can kind of rock into downward facing dog. So inhale forward, exhale back. Notice how it feels in the wrists. Maybe you need to shift the hands closer to you so you can bear weight in the base of the fingers and fingertips. Inhale forward. Next time you're back, can you lift knees a little bit? Inhale, knees down. Exhale, can you send hips back? Inhale, touch knees. Exhale, can you make your way to downward facing dog? And since it's the first one, take your hands wider than the mat. Just have index fingers and thumbs on the mat. Take your feet wider. Turn your heels out. And send the hips up and back. Breathe behind your heart. Re-engage belly, and on exhale, walk your hands slowly. Really push into the mat to come to your feet. Inhale, extend the spine. Exhale, inhale, exhale. I've got to get some cards because we're ready. We're ready for that. I keep forgetting. And then it's like, well, what kind of cards? Do I need to start telling you your fortune? Or are we going to go to Vegas? Let's go to Vegas. Palms together. Lift the toes. Spread them. Engage the low belly. Inhale into the heels. Then exhale onto toes, yeah, lift the heels, go back and forth, inhale, exhale, two, three, Ooh. maybe yours is getting better, four, One more. Okay, can we add something into this? Let's try. So on an inhale, can we take arms out in T position, lifting heels, and then exhale, fold forward. 
Inhale, lengthen your spine. Exhale, plant the hands, downward facing dog. Place the left foot at the center back. Inhale, push the sole of the foot toward the ceiling. And then exhale, we're bringing the knee close to the chest with resistance. And we're gonna set up for warrior two. So the front knee is bent. We're facing the PA system. So right knee should be pointing toward the front of the room. Good. Check in with the front heel. Is it in line with the arch of the foot in the back? And check in with the alignment of the back foot. Um, either the out seam of the foot is parallel to the back of the mat, or you can shift your heel closer to the wall. I'm going to place my block to the inside of my ankle. Today I'm going to try medium height. Hot or medium. Okay. Inhale. Reach out. Exhale. Reach fingertips toward the top edge of the ceiling. This is side angle posture. One, bend your front knee. Two, gonna make your quad work. Three, that's the lay of the land. Four, extend the side body toward the front of the room. Five, on an inhale, push your feet into the floor to come up. And then exhale, we're back to downward facing dog. Place the right foot at the center. Inhale, left foot up. Exhale, come through. Uh-huh. Setting up warrior two legs so front heel in line with the arch of the foot we want that for sure because you could really destroy your knees if your feet are in the wrong spot bend the knee inhale we meet up with warrior two, and then exhale. Let's extend to side angle posture. One, breathe completely. Two, what's happening in the throat? Three, Sometimes adjusting the shoulder makes a difference. Four. Five. Inhale, back to warrior two. And then exhale, downward facing dog. Good. 
Can I get a show of hands as far as who would be okay with me coming up and giving you an adjustment? Okay. Yeah? Looks like most, I don't know if I've missed anybody, but if I do come up to you and you're not wanting that today or any time, just let me know. I'm totally good. I'm getting some cards so that y'all don't have to, um, you know, but you can just tell me that way. All right, so downward facing dog. Let's start here. Table posture. Shift your hands forward a little bit. Turn the toes. Press belly into spine. Lead with the creases of the hips into downward facing dog. Let's go for 10 breaths. At any point, if you need to come out of it and take child's pose, that is okay. One. Rest here. If you're up for it, let's take downward facing dog again. So inhale through table posture, exhale downward facing dog. One. Two. So take your feet wider. Exhale your way to child's pose. 
breaths together. So wherever you are, exhale. Inhale, one, two, three, four, five. Exhale, one, two, three, four, five, six. Inhale. Two more. Inhale. Exhale. Inhale. On an inhale, let us come to crocodile posture for a moment. Now let's take hands to shoulder level and big toes, point them toward the mat behind you. If you have any kind of low back issues, And we'll throw sciatica into that category. Have your feet apart. Now, we don't want them too far apart. We want them about hip distance. So maybe you even want to take a look to make sure. Okay. And as we go into this, for low back people, the glutes, for everyone, our glutes should be on, matching the effort to lift in this posture but the glutes should be pressing into the floor. If you feel any kind of squeezing of your glutes, especially around the tailbone, back off, come a little bit lower and see if you can re-engage where the hips are pressing into the floor. Okay, so hands right at shoulder level and we're pulling. So the action of the hands, we're pulling toward the hips and elbows are pointing toward the back of the mat. On an inhale, we pull the hands to lift up, push tops of the feet into the floor, hips into the floor. Exhale, helicopter down. Inhale, cobra push-ups. Exhale. Three, cobra push-ups don't have to be high. Exhale. Four. Five. Now on an exhale, we're gonna push through cat back and take half downward facing dog.
Inhale. Let's move through cat back to table posture, setting up for downward facing dog. So hands are a little bit more forward. Toes turned. Inhale, forward. Exhale. We're just going to play a moment. We'll do three. Inhale, that's two. Hips back. Inhale, three. Downward facing dog. Inhale, lengthen your spine. And exhale, walk the hands to the feet. Inhale, extend the spine. Exhale, fold forward. Inhale. Okay, know where your block is. I'm going to face this way. Palms together. On an inhale, let's lean on to the right leg. And if you have the balance, arms out in T. Exhale. We're setting up for triangle posture. Okay. Right foot forward. We're going to face mm-hmm, PA system. I'm on the hamstring committee too, so I'll keep my block high. Inhale. Extend. Exhale, reach out like you're going to try to ring a doorbell a little bit too far away and then bring the hand down. If this is too much for the hamstring or up into the glute or where the leg bone meets the hip bone, you could put the back of your hand to the inside of your leg. Let's inhale, extend fingertips toward the ceiling. One, if it's feeling wonky through the hips, lift the back heel and shift it toward the wall behind you. Two, and bend the front knee. Three, turn ribs toward the ceiling. Four, five, inhale up. Let's shift the block to the outside of the foot. Push your feet into the floor. Inhale, we're nice and straight. Exhale, bend the front knee, come onto the back toe. Inhale, have good footing. Exhale, onto back toe. Inhale. Exhale. Can you glide the toe? Inhale. Exhale. Can you lift the toe to let a piece of paper slide underneath? And now, how about you watch for a moment and then you try. So on exhale, you go to your place where steadiness and ease are overlapping. 
And in the course of five breaths, you grow into the posture. Any amount while you're staying in that intersection of effort and ease, of strength and flexibility. Okay? So here we are. Get on your good foot. Inhale. Exhale. Let the back foot glide. Find your starting place. One, keep pointing the toe. Two, like you're reaching down for your keys and you're trying to point to your dog to get in the house. Three, four, Five. On an exhale, we bend the front knee, helicopter the foot down. Make your way to downward facing dog, half downward facing dog, crocodile, child's pose. We're going to chill for a second. ends of breath. We rest in the pause. Rest in the pauses. Because when breath is moving, there's like a there's a center of breath. And we're going to explore that more and more. And it has a trail. There's like a wake of energy that follows the center of breath. So when we can rest in the pause, we're giving everything else a chance to reach that pause. And then we can continue. We also want to try to reflect that in our movement. Give everything a chance to get to the same spot before you transition into another posture. I hope that makes sense. Makes better sense when we practice it. Everyone meet me in downward facing dog. So how have we been getting in and out? We've been doing walk the dog, right? So on exhale, walk your hands to your feet. Inhale, you could glide fingers forward. Exhale, you could deepen the creases of the hips and bend your knees if you're needing some of that today. And on inhale, let's come up. Exhale. We'll step to the front of the mat, palms together, inhale, onto the left leg, and you take T position with the hands, 
Exhale. Can you helicopter the back foot in place? Inhale. Extend your fingers toward the ceiling. Exhale. Reach out. And then down. Do you need a block or do you need to just put the back of your hand to the inside of your leg? If you're interested in strengthening in postures, taking the back of the hand to the inside of the leg will strengthen. That will bring strength. Two. Do a visual check of the heel. Is it in line with the back arch of the foot? Four. We'll set the block to the outside. And so we've, we've been working with this gliding motion, right? But with gliding, to have that true, like, kind of grace in it, the legs need to be engaged. Okay? So let's start by pushing feet into the floor. Inhale, exhale, bend the front knee. We're gripping with the feet and coming onto the back toe. Inhale. Exhale. Number three. Can you glide? And back. And four. Can a slip of paper fly under? And then five. Find that place where strength and flexibility meet. Steadiness and ease. One. Two. We're giving everything a chance to arrive. Three. Four. Five. Exhale, bend the front knee, helicopter the foot down, and make your way to down, down dog, half down dog, child's pose, crocodile. your breath, which includes the pauses. Now, let's come to a seated position. So that moving in and out of a posture, you know, that's just a way for you to build up a good foundation to be able to do half moon, which is the end point 
that we get half moon posture. And then eventually, once you have it, right, and you're pretty steady going into the posture, it's not killing your hip. Some people, the, the, the leg bone jams into the hip. Very, very painful. Let me know about that if that's happening. Um, but once, it's, once you're starting to get fluent with that, you can drop away to a little prep. But then, now, you know, we're going to use that prep through the semester. So if there's a day where you're practicing and you feel wobbly or you, you feel like the strength you need, you're, you're not able to call on it the way you need to, then you've got something you can go back to. Okay? All right. So, how are we going to do this? We'll start with knees bent. We're going to do a little bit of work with the abdominals. So I call it... Um, Powerball crunch. You see, if I were to trademark my style, I just don't know if people will go for it or not. All right, so I'm holding this giant ball, right? Press belly muscles toward the spine, even when you start to work with this. Can you go down a little bit at a time? Can you keep your feet on the floor? Hold on to the ball. Once your spine is on the floor, reach out and then exhale. Can you curl back up? Feet planted. Oh yeah, here we go. So we're gonna exhale. Inhale, I think. Then overhead, exhale up. That was two. Let's go for five. So we're going to exhale our way down. Pre-pandemic, I was doing this all the time. But, you know, there's been a three-year gap with uh, vinyasa. All right, so here we are. Inhale. Exhale, keep the knees pointing toward the ceiling. Hold on to your ball, don't make it smaller. Inhale, overhead. Exhale. That was number three. Inhale, exhale. Number five. Okay. Notice where you felt that the most. We'll do that one. We're going to keep working with that one. Eventually, we want to get into, I call it the bony rib or the bony rim of your torso. So the bony rim, you've got rim of the ribs, you've got rim of the pelvis, 
And then there's this gap between rib and hip. But there's, it's, it's very thick and dense with muscle and connective tissue. So everything that's inside that, I also call this the oasis of the body. We want it to press toward the spine, and that's what we want to move. If you felt it in your front hips, we'll keep practicing, and I'll talk about ways to transfer that effort into the bony rim, inside the bony rim of the body, of the torso, okay? Things to look forward to. All right, let's do this. Let's take Marichi Asana A. So right knee is up. And the foot should be to the outside of the sits bone. Not extreme, slightly. Both sits bones should stay on the floor. Knee should continue to face the ceiling. We don't want to try to torque the knee toward the center of the body. We're going to keep the knee right there. Inhale, reach up. Exhale, hand behind. Inhale, slide the spine. Push through the extended heel. Exhale, turn from the shoulder. And let's breathe. And you turn your face toward the shoulder behind you. and inhale. Let's come to the front. And you can just simply move to the front, but if you're wanting to work with strength in postures, then from this position, hold everything. Come back to the front and keep the upper body as steady as possible and just use legs and pelvic floor. Okay? And if that's something that you're interested in, uh, how to develop strength in a posture like this, we'll treat the same side the same way. So left heel, pull it as close as you can. Can you hold the knee straight up? Push through the heel. And now the hand is on the knee just to keep it steady. Inhale, exhale. Inhale, push into the sits bones, slide the spine up, exhale, twist. One. Two. Breathe completely. Three. Four, five. Let's inhale toward the front. And you can simply, in a relaxed way, do this. Or if you're wanting to work with the strength, keep everything steady as you push through the heel. Okay? Now we're going to get ready for 
camel posture. I'm going to get a blanket to put under my knees. Maybe you need that. Who knows? Meet me standing on your knees with toes turned. Okay. We'll start with the hands in the back pockets. Inhale, lift the heart. Exhale, lean back. Look down your nose. Inhale, glutes that should be pressing into the hips. Exhale. If you feel like you could extend, try taking your hands to the backs of your legs. Then you could try just leaning the body back. One more breath. And so, you know, we just open the coat wide, right? We're going to close the coat. Come back down. Here we go. On an inhale, let's come up. Now, when it comes to working with back bends, and this one can really show us what's going on, which makes it a really great beginning place for back bends. Um, I would say for a good five years for me, I was here and I had no idea. I was just like in that top position, my hands are like on my hips and I didn't understand. It was like there were there was no connection or something, you know? And so I decided to take on this yoga challenge. You choose a posture, you do it for 28 days and I decided to do it for 40 days. And this was the posture that I decided to do. So I decided to, okay, well, I'm just going to breathe into this place that does not feel connected. Like, I don't, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't feel anything. But I know that this needs to be awake. So that's what I would breathe into. Until finally, there was some movement. And I did some other stuff, too, which we can do in this class. But this part being able to move the chest. For some of us, that's the first task at hand, which means you don't have to go any further than this, okay? So if that's where you need to stay, stay there with toes turned. If you felt like you were able to get the spine moving in this, try tops of the feet on the floor. You're gonna put the hands in the back pockets again. Inhale, slide the spine through the shoulder blades. And exhale, you can even think about shoulder blades pressing toward the ceiling, like they're holding your heart. One, if you feel like you can reach, just start reaching towards your heels. Two, don't be in a hurry. We don't want to collapse into anything. Three, in fact, the quads work quite a bit in this posture. 
four. I can touch one and then the other. Five. So front body's really, really open, right? We're going to curl it back in. Child's pose. Inhale, come up. I don't feel that I can go any further than that today. But maybe you can. So if you can, you want to try to lean. You're not collapsing into anything. But lean back, lean back, lean back until you can place hands on your feet. Okay? I'm going to go back to toes turned. Hands in the back pockets. Inhale. Exhale. Lift the heart. Lean back. One. Two. Breathe into your collarbones. Three. Four, send the weight of the tailbone toward the mat. Five, exhale, we're going to curl back in. Press front muscles toward the spine. And we'll take the counter posture. Child's pose, half downward facing dog is great. Full downward facing dog, crocodile. What's right for you? Nice and easy, come up. Let's move the blanket out of the way if you used one. I believe we uh, touched on this baby dolphin. Does that sound familiar? Baby dolphin? Okay. So you could stay with baby dolphin, which is, you know, keeping the legs in table posture and going back and forth. But you could also turn the toes, lift the heels, and grow into the posture. Okay? So let's do this together. Start with forearms pressing into the mat. Also sides of the hands. Clasp the hands together. Inhale, send the chin toward the thumbs. Exhale, back. Inhale, forward. Belly muscles engage. And back. Inhale, forward. Exhale. Are you ready to do a lift? Inhale. Exhale. 
Let's do two more. Head does not touch the floor. Now, wherever your back position is, maybe your feet are still on the floor, maybe knees are floating, or maybe you've got legs straight. Let's hold this for five breaths. One, if legs are straight, can you walk your feet closer to your body? Two, Three, can you send ears between your arms? Four, five, helicopter down. Crocodile, child's pose, half downward facing dog, downward facing dog. There are as many asanas or yoga postures as there are hairs on your head, which means the practice of yoga is also a practice of integrating this awareness that you're cultivating in practice, integrating it into the whole of your life, no matter what you're doing. You're in your seat of strength and flexibility. And when you're not, you've got a map. And it's time to rest. If you need to shift into a different posture, feel free to do that.
And so even in Shavasana, what we're doing in rest is we're giving everything that's trailing behind our action and our consciousness a chance to arrive. giving ourselves a chance to fully absorb. This is a great posture to practice when you're taking in a lot of new information that you need to assimilate. And when you need to take a break from that, and you take a little yoga nap, you're giving everything a chance to absorb, giving yourself a chance to absorb.
back to your body. to resting on your side. and easy. Make your way to a seated position. I I feel like that was a pretty good practice. I hope that it was uh, what you needed. And um, my goal is to get things posted tomorrow. My life is a rodeo these days, y'all. Sorry. Yes, tomorrow. Thank you so much for your time and attention. I'll see you next week.